This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. So don't you just love when the IRS can make something that's super simple, at least seemingly super simple, and just complicate it like crazy? So let's jump into the capital gains tax. Like on one end, it just seems like it's really basic. So if you hear capital gains tax, which is different than ordinary income tax rates, which we've covered in the past, but say you sold, like you bought stock for $100 and you sold it for $1,000. That would be a capital gain. It's something that you held, an asset that you held, went up in value, and you sold it. When you sell it, that's when you realize the capital gain, and that's when it becomes taxable. And whether it's stock or or it's a business or it's a rental property, all of those have capital gains with them, and the tax rates are different for those. So these are this is where it starts to get complex. So these are just some of the high-level things that you should know about capital gains tax. If you hold something, if you own it for less than a year, it's not technically a capital gain tax. It's not taxed like a capital gain if you hold it less than a year. That's a short-term capital gain. A short-term capital gain is really just treated like your ordinary income. And the tax rates are normally higher. That's, a, that's, that's like the regular tax brackets. That's if it's short-term. If you hold it for more than a year, though, that's when it's a long-term capital gain. So this, just real quick, we're talking about long-term. So I'll put that up here. That is long-term. Okay, here here are the tax brackets. Like, you may have heard, like, oh, a long-term capital gain, it's a 15% tax rate. And that's correct. It is a 15% tax rate. But as your other income changes, that could also change. And I'm, I'm, I'll give you an example of that here in just a second. And right now, we're just going to talk about the federal taxes. We're not going to get into the state tax rate at all. Okay, so as, as an example, let's say you make, we'll stick with a $100,000 example. You have $100,000, that's your gain. We're not talking about sales price or anything. This is a gain, and you sell it. What's the tax on that? Just very simply put, you might think it might be this. It could be a 15%. So if you go, well, for just using that 15%, you'd have $15,000 of tax. Here's where it gets a little complicated because your other income that you earn in a year, that will change how much tax you're going to pay on a capital gain. Kind of weird, right? So if you have, in this example, if you've got, if you're married and you file a joint tax return, this, what this number right here, this 89,250 means, if your taxable income is up to 89,250 and anything up to that point, your, your capital gain can actually be tax-free and you would actually be using the 0% rate if it's less than 89250 So here's, here's the example. We'll continue this example. You Say you earn $50,000 on a W-2. Okay, so you got $50,000 on a W-2. So 50K W-2. You have $100,000 a gain. That's what we're talking about. This is the capital gain. We're not, we're not even going to calculate the tax yet. What's your total income right there? Your total income is 150. Right now we're ignoring personal deductions and standard deductions. We're just, we're just going to keep it simple. We're just going to say this is your taxable income. If that's your taxable income, this first 50,000 right there, 
that will go towards this 90,000, the 89,000 that's tax-free. So if we get some exact numbers, you take 89,250 minus 50,000, you have 39,250 remaining. So we're filling up this bucket. We're filling up from zero to 89,000. We just, we have to start with the W-2 income. We just went up to 50. Now we have 39,000 remaining. And what this means is 39,000 of this, 39,000 of that 100,000. So 39,250. And then right there, We'll, let's see what this is, 60750 That capital gain, I just wrote that out, that capital gain is taxed in two ways. Well, the first way is a 0% rate. The second is a 15% rate. You just moved through this tax bracket where you're considered tax-free. So part of it was tax-free, and then when you get over that, it gets up to the 15% rate. So there's, there's the first step, but then look at this. Now we have these other income levels. So now look at this. We'll delete that. The next step, as your income go, gets over 553,000, that's when you're gonna be taxed at 20%. So all your income, it would be like this same bucket here. If we change this to a million, oh, I haven't pre-done uh, these estimates or anything yet, so we'll see how this goes. But let's say you have a million of capital gain. Let's move all this up here. You are going to have, you're in those same brackets, the 0%. That doesn't change. If Even if you had a million of gain, that 15%, that's, that's going to change because between 89,000, the difference between these two, between 89,000 and 553,850, that's where you're going to be taxed at the, that's where you're going to be taxed at the, um, yeah, the 15%, the and then above that it goes up to 20%. So, let's see, 553,850 minus, well, we have 89,250. 464,600. I know this is, yeah, this stuff is just insane. I know you're probably just like, what is going on? I'm, I'm sure you're just rolling your eyes at this crazy stuff, but it's good to know, like, if you're, if you're in a situation like this and you want to know why there's different tax rates and stuff, you gotta, you gotta know, or you gotta know why you might be paying more in tax. So now let's go back. We have remember we have a million dollars a gain total. Four sixty four six hundred is taxed at fifteen percent. Thirty nine two fifty is taxed at zero. So the remaining four nine six one fifty is taxed at twenty percent. That's how the gain is broken out. So you just do the math on each of those. That's how you get the total tax on it, and that's why it's not a flat fifteen percent. And then I'm gonna th I'm gonna th just throw a wrench in the whole thing before I wrap up. Not really a wrench; it's just the tax law. Uh, there's a 3.8 percent right here, a 3.8 percent net investment income tax when your income is more than 250 thousand. You know what? I'm I gotta look that up real quick. 
uh, because it's going to be different when you're married, filing joint or filing separate. So if you're married, filing joint, that's when it's it kicks in at two hundred and fifty thousand. Married, filing separate, it's one twenty five. If you're single, it's two hundred. So what that means is as you're moving through these different income levels here, as it's going down, once you get over the two hundred and fifty thousand filing a married return, you're still paying those those rates that we talked about here. Those rates don't change, but there's an extra tax, an extra three point eight percent on a big portion of that and a big portion of that once you're over the two hundred fifty thousand of taxable income. So you can see how pretty quickly you could be paying 23.8% federal tax on a lot of that gain plus your state tax on that. So that's the that's the capital gain calculation. That, that covers quite a bit of the capital gain, the different implications of it. and shows you the different tiers, but hopefully that breaks it down. If you're going through this, you need to calculate your capital gain. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.